Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Howdy, howdy, tradies and business listeners, how are you this fabulous day? Coxie, how are you doing? I'm fantastic, Laurie. How are you doing? I'm great. Now, I know it's a fabulous day because it's a day ending in Y and the sun came up this morning, so it has to be fabulous. It's a day. It's a day. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel this optimistic every day, Coxie. No, no nor do I. Some <laughs> days are a little more challenging than others. <laughs> but I'm, I'm feeling pretty peachy because uh, I'm going to take a bit of time out soon. You are. We're kind of on the countdown, aren't we? What have we got? How many sleeps? Uh, I'm trying to think maybe nine. Nine sleeps to go. Yeah, well, if you don't count the weekend, um, which will be stressful as buggery because I'll be packing the camper trailer (laughs) before we go. An experience I've not yet had. Oh, yes. Well, I've I've, uh, got mine organized, Mm -hmm. just like a good office. It's all organized. Everything has a, a place mm-hmm. and uh, it's actually pretty easy nowadays, which is what I love about our camper trailer. It's just, it's all packed, ready to go. All I got to do is fill the water tank, uh, hook it up to the car, uh, fill the, the camp fridge in the back of the Land Cruiser and we're off. Hey, I've got a bit of a problem with those camp fridge things. <laughs> well, they're not big enough? They're not big. They're so tiny. I don't really see the point. <laughs> uh, It'll fit the butter and, and maybe some eggs. No, I've I've got a fairly large fridge in the back of my eighty series. It's it's a sixty litre uh, camp fridge, so I can fit a fair bit of grub in that for a mm. week or so of camping. You like to go a bit off the grid though when you're camping, don't you? We do. We generally stay bush, um, but we're glamping this time round, Coxie. Yeah, I'm a bit jealous. I've got to wait a whole another week after you to do my <laughs> first ever glamping <laughs> trip, but. Um, yeah, I I kind of like where there are showers and toilets that flush and I don't know, maybe some power would be good so I can charge mm. up the, the laptop and <laughs> I don't know it what is, I'm going to do with it because I'm taking a break, but yeah. It is very convenient to have all of the conveniences, you know, flushing toilets, showers, maybe a coin-operated laundry, powered site where you can plug in the hairdryer and the coffee machine and I do a bit of that stuff. Uh, but I've got to say, I do like the, the quote unquote off grid that's mm. now become cool, um, camping that I've honestly been doing for 20 years where you just go fire up the gas stove and you don't have devices necessarily. And even if you do, you can charge them from the cigarette lighter in the car anyway, mm. um, and I've set up with a lot more gear these days, but Miss O and I like to do a bit of overnight hiking as well, Coxie. So there's no uh, no PowerPoints, no flushing toilets, no showers, uh, nothing. It's just um, if you're lucky, you wipe yourself down with a baby wipe, and you crawl into your sleeping bag. You get a bit get a bit honky by the end of a few days on the trail. <laughs> nothing to sit on. Uh, you know, you're cooking on a little tiny gas stove, reheating your dehydrated garbage that you eat and it's bloody awesome i love it 
Yeah. I, you, full disclosure, listeners, I'm not a camper. Uh, I am dipping my toe into the water after inheriting a camper trailer. It's never been a big thing for me, but I do really like the simplicity of it. However, I can guarantee you 110% I will never be overnight hike camping. That's never going to happen. <laughs> Unless it's with a fully organized crew like the crew at Peppers out here, um, yeah. <laughs> where I arrive in the most magical tents every night and somebody feeds me a five-course meal and there's wine and flushing toilets and showers and I can even have a massage if I need one. So there's a big difference between you and I when it comes to what we uh term relaxing or what we feel to do what we need to do to feel relaxed perhaps yeah it, we were having an interesting conversation about this this morning as you and i often do coxie and we went, oh, let's let's do a podcast episode about that and i suspect this might be the topic of robust conversations around the odd brazier or gas barbecue amongst our listeners of what constitutes a holiday what's appropriate what's uh you know what's the most beneficial what's the best decompress or relaxation and look i get everyone has their own flavor everyone's got their own way of doing those things and i was pondering the whole covid thing with the bans on international travel at the moment and you know, i hear a lot of people whinging online about how they can't go to bali or fiji or you know, they can't do the Europe trip or whatever. And my own personal feeling about that is, well, maybe that's not such a bad thing because this almost obsession with overseas travel in Australia especially um, has always baffled me. And I've done some overseas travel for, well, supposedly for business. I mean, it's just a... Uh, a pretty thinly veiled excuse to take a slightly tax deductible overseas holiday to go to a conference um, and I've stayed in some pretty exotic locations and you know done some yacht cruises in the the Mediterranean and all sorts of stuff over the years and I look back on it now and I think man that was so stressful so many aspects of those holidays the, I mean the amount of money that it cost to start with Mm. And how hard you had I had to work to pay for it and then pay it off afterwards when I borrowed for it, which was dumb. Uh, and you know what? I get as much or more enjoyment out of slipping up the road and camping by the beach for a week. It costs me a lot less money. There's a lot less organization. There's I don't need to get any special vaccinations. I don't have to pack as much stuff. Um, I'm not sitting in a plane with 400 other stinky humans for 26 hours or something to get home again. It just, to me, it's easier to do, which makes it more accessible and therefore more enjoyable. And I I actually wonder about overseas travel at all now. It's like I don't see any reason to go overseas again. I'm different to you. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to disagree on something finally, Coxie? No, definitely not because I must say... I thoroughly enjoy overseas travel. I haven't done a lot of it, to be fair. I do find it stressful, but it's a good kind of stress for me. Um, I love the organisation. I love the preparing of the itinerary. I love doing the research beforehand. I actually love packing. I know that sounds really wanky, but I enjoy it. I love all of that stuff and the build-up, I suppose, and then the experience of being in a different place and understanding, learning about the culture we prefer to do off the beaten track. We don't particularly like big cities. 
um, that really is my jam. I really enjoy it. Will I do it a lot moving forward? Probably not. It wasn't a huge part of our lives. Well, we've got kids. We haven't had the time or the inclination and private school fees, quite frankly, took all the money away anyway. Um, they, the last one finished up school next year. If we're able to travel again, I think maybe every couple of years we might venture out overseas somewhere where funds permit. However, as we referenced earlier, uh, we do travel locally quite a quite a bit, but we tend to go to the same places and we do so for exactly what you're referencing there in, in the camping. It's easy. We know where we're going. We know that the children like it. We know people remember us even. We go that, I know that sounds like we must go all the time. It's not. We go a couple of times a year, but the staff at the hotel we stay in remember who we are. Sometimes the shopkeepers recall our family because we're a big family. Um, that I love that ease and simplicity. And for me, that also feels very much like a rest and reboot, but they're two different rests. For me going, we always go to Coolangatta. When we go to Cooley, um, the rest there is in the simplicity, not having to do anything. We will eat out for all of our main meals. It's relaxed. Like that's proper relaxing. I don't have to do a damn thing the whole time we're there. When we go away overseas, it's a different kind of relax because it's almost a reboot. It's a new perspective. It's fresh. It's something exciting and new. That said, we inherited a camper trailer last weekend and it seems like old Mr. Builder is very excited about camping and we're heading out (laughs) camping. So I'm about to experience a new form of relaxation. But again, what I do like about the times I have been camping is it's so small and relaxing. There's not, it's not a lot to do. You know how much I love getting my feet into the grass or the sand. Mm. I love the fresh air. I love being outside. So I can see that's going to be really exciting, although I'm really not doing the off-grid stuff. I'm, I can't come with that. <laughs> yeah, look, off-grid's not everybody's cup of tea, but there's so much cool stuff these days that you don't really have to rough it, even if you're not in a van park. I mean, yeah, I've you know, as I get older, I probably get a bit less likely to rough it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, as a young bloke, I slept on the ground in tents and stuff, didn't even have a mattress, and there's no way you'd catch me sleeping on the ground now. <laughs> I'd be miserable. And, geez, I've got to have a good cup of coffee in the morning, otherwise I'm like a bear yeah. with a broken head. So, uh, <clears throat> but there's ways to, to do all that stuff without having to cart a 20 kVA generator around. Mm. Um with fancy battery technology and rechargeable gear and hand-operated coffee machines and all sorts of stuff. But, uh, yeah, you know, we've got a, a gas hot water unit on our camper trailer and a shower tent and all that sort of stuff. But I, I, I just I feel like there's an opportunity here with COVID, Coxie, for a lot of us um, travellers mm. and just people in general, you know, People send a love a good holiday, business owners especially. Um, but it's a big thing that we all work for is holidays. Mm. And I think, well, why do we want to take holidays? We want to take a break from our business, from our employment, um, from our day-to-day. And I, I just feel like, wouldn't it make sense if it was easier to do and quicker to do and we could do more of it in between working so that work just really becomes a bit of an interruption to our our leisure time where we can bugger off for just a one-nighter somewhere. Mm. Mm. And you know what? There's all this stuff from a lot of groups and particularly small business about, you know, support a local business and buy Australian and all that. 
And yet so many people piss off overseas and spend their holiday dollar offshore, quite a considerable amount of money, in fact. Um, wouldn't it be better if we actually just stuck around here? And I know I'll get some hate mail over this and people will disagree with me, and that's okay. We're all entitled to our own opinions these days, despite the fact that Facebook and Google would like us all to be thinking exactly the same thing, which is exactly what they want. Uh <laughs> But yeah, I I uh, I don't know. I think the complicated travel stuff is um, honestly, I think it's overrated. I think it stresses people out, and the financial stress of it just means they got to work their asses off even more to pay for the bloody thing. It kind of seems a bit um, counterintuitive to me. They wouldn't do it if they didn't want to, though, right? No, I don't know. A lot of people seem to do a lot of things without giving it enough thought. They do it in their businesses. We had a great conversation uh, about um, pricing, you know, reducing prices to win work. Why would you drop your price so you can work for less profit for someone? In mm. fact, no profit. But a lot of people do it without even thinking about it. Mm. I, I just, I actually think it's about being more mindful about the choices we make, Coxie, and not getting caught up in the social media list-ticking obsession about you know, I've done this and that, and I've been to Bali too. Red Gum wrote a great song about that mm. back in the day. I hope that I don't offend you then when I travel overseas next. <laughs> no, you're entitled to do whatever you damn well like, Coxie. <laughs> I, uh, I enjoy the opportunity to experience a different culture. I am, again, I'm not big on the particular draw cards. I can't imagine going to Bali, to be quite frank, but I get that that works for other people, I suppose. Hmm. Um, for me, I'd like a balance of both. I'd like to head overseas once every couple of years and to do some local travel, you know, every couple of months would be ideal. Mm. That's the dream. Yeah, you know, we've all got our own uh, our own ideas about it, Coxie, and I think uh, something that I am aiming to do more these days is be okay to have an opinion. There you mm -hmm. go. I said it on the podcast, gang. Tom will love this. Uh, and and I've said this before, you know, I, I think differences of opinion should be celebrated. I think that's something that's that's dying in, uh, in a COVID world. And in 2020 is if you have a different opinion, um, there's something wrong with you. And I actually think we should celebrate that because it gets people thinking and talking and just being more mindful and conscious, you know, doing things consciously instead of just unconsciously banging through life and all of a sudden you're like my dad, you know? All of a sudden you're 77 years old and what the hell for? And next minute you're not here. So, uh, yeah, that got a bit deep and meaningful, didn't it? Yeah. Well, it's 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 a weird day on the podcast a Thursday. You know, it's not a it's not an anchor episode. It's not a hump day or a Friday or you know, there's none of that that um, usual dayness. It's just a Thursday. <laughs> In COVID times, they're just all days. <laughs> they don't have prefaces. They're just days. But I I um yeah, you know, tradies love a good camping trip. Up the beach or out bush, uh, I think it's part of part of our our culture, our blue collar um, leisure time, I suppose. Fishing and four wheel driving and mountain biking and all that sort of stuff, even for the ladies. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, I, I wonder if people are thinking a little differently about what constitutes a break and relaxation after a lot of things have been stopped in the last six months. Would be interesting to get some feedback. I mean, even if we took it on a more local, maybe not day-to-day level, but a more local frequency level, you know, there's a period of time where the luxury of having a haircut um, may be more of a luxury for the ladies that spend a bit more time in the salon than the blokes. But, you know, those luxuries were taken away. Um, Suddenly you realise that that's actually pretty important part of your week, month, year, whatever it might be for you and your family. Mm. What other little luxuries are you missing out on that you've had to replace with something else? Mm. It's an interesting time. I think um, COVID's had a lot of people thinking about a lot of different things in many shapes and forms. Um, Mm -hmm. It's certainly been, I don't know, I, I wonder if we don't reflect in 10 years' time and think it was actually a real positive, something you and I have spoken about on the podcast before. Sure, there's been some really challenging and perhaps horrible times for many trade business owners. Um, I'm sure there are plenty that have unfortunately had businesses fall by the wayside or, you know, there's some pretty big stressful things. And I have to wonder if in time with perspective and growth, if some of those things don't turn out to be the best things that have happened. Yeah, I agree, Coxie. And, uh, you know, to be honest, the good comes when we actually choose to see it. Um, mm. There's uh, there's challenge everywhere in life and there's there's great stuff everywhere too if we choose to find it. So um, I certainly find it uh, sitting under a tree in a remote camping location. Uh, some people used to find it sitting in a crowded cafe in Singapore or something. I don't know if Singapore has cafes, probably not food market or something like that. Street markets are also in Singapore, thank you. Um, Uh, They do do a pretty mean steamed pork bun. Uh, They're beers with ice that float my boat. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, tell us what you think, listeners. As always, we do like to hear from you. Um, We don't want this to be a one-way conversation. Uh, Tell us what you think. How do you... (laughs) <laughs> what floats your boat as far as relaxation? Have you changed your view on relaxation in the last six months? That's probably what I'm more interested in hearing about. Um, do you disagree with me? I dare you. Hit us on the Facebook page, <laughs> Tradies in Business. Uh, tell us what you think, and um, we look forward to uh, getting your opinion on relaxation and travel and maybe how things might have changed for you. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesinbusiness.com.au.